Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm here with a word. You already know what I'm here for. I'm here with a word. And this word is about how you waiting on God and God waiting on you. You waiting for God to make the next move and God saying, I'm waiting for you to make the next move. I already did what needed to be done. I told you it's finished. Now I'm telling you to walk it out. He said he's giving you the baton. Right? And in Genesis chapter one, we see from day what? Day one to day six, God doing everything that needed to be done. He created everything that needed to be created. And when you get down to verse 26, it says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, and all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Rain over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. So he said, listen, I done gave you everything you needed. All I want you to do now is go and produce plenty of fruit, multiply it, and, and you know, fill this earth. That's all I, I, that's all I want you to do now is multiply this fruit, be fruitful, Fill this earth. That's it. That's all he wants. When, to govern the earth, that means to stand on the principles God has given us. That's all he wants. He has given you a gift. He has given you a talent. Are you going to bury your talent or are you going to use it? Are you going to bury your gift or are you going to use it for his glory? For his glory. It's already done. He said he needs you to walk your part out. He already said it was finished. He said it's just time for you to walk your part out. Right? So if you go to chapter 2, it says, So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was complete. Everything was done. So God rested. It was it. He did everything that needed to be done. Now, he just wanted somebody to be placed in the garden of Eden to cultivate it. He wanted somebody in the garden to cultivate it because he just wanted him to take care of what he gave him. So God is saying, what have I given you? That's what I want you to do. Start there. And as you start there, he said, I will add more on to you when you seek me. He said, when you seek me, I'll add more on to you. But what have I given you thus far? Cultivate it. You sitting here looking at me, waiting for the next move, and he's saying, what about what I've given you? Are you being a good steward over you? Are you cultivating it? I've given you seeds. I've placed seeds within you, whether it's in your thoughts, whether it's in your life. He's saying, what are you doing? Are you taking care of the seeds that I have planted within your life? What are you doing with it? He has given you 
when I when I think about the seed bearing fruits, I not just only you know the fruits like strawberries and grapes. Like not was well, does is there yeah because there do be seedless grapes. So yeah, strawberries, grapes, all that watermelons, all that. I'm not just thinking about that. God will give you a seed in your heart, right? Where you just see yourself, you see the vision of yourself, and He's saying, "What are you doing with it? Are you cultivating that seed that is planted in you? Are you are you?" Preparing yourself for the dream. Are you preparing yourself to, to take hold of what I've showed you is yours? God has already went before you. This is proof right here that God goes before you. And everything is ready for you. He just wants you to take care of what he's giving you. Child, listen, it said when the, the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth and there was no people to cultivate the soil. So you sitting here and you like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And God is saying, listen, I already got the plan. If you seek me, I'm going to send you to the land to cultivate it. That land you sit in is barren because that's not what I have for you. When you enter into the land that I have sworn to give you, he said, you will see that it's good soil. He said, you will see it's some good soil in that land. The land where God has for you right now, it might not look like how you think it looked, but that soil good. Let me tell you something, that soil is very good that he got for you, but he's waiting on you to get there so he can send the rain. <laughs> You're sitting there stuck like, I don't have the finances. I don't have the connections. And God is saying, if you just go where I'm leading you, he said, if you just go where I'm leading you, he said, I'll send the rain. You looking at me and I'm looking at you like, go, walk, be free, go into the land. It's yours. Enter and occupy it. It's yours. You know, like when, um, back in Exodus and like Joshua and all them different books, they would have to go in the land like David and they would have to go in the land and wore that thing out. Sometimes you got to go in the land and wore that thing out because it might be some giants in your land. But guess what? God's going before you to wore that thing out for you. It's done by the time you get there. He just letting you do your part. He letting you finish that enemy off. But it's done. He has been defeated. So I don't want to hear that the enemy is your excuse. He's defeated. You can be your worst enemy. Mm, let me say it again. You can be your worst enemy because God has already went before you. He has already made the land ready for you. He is just waiting for you to step your feet into the land, child. Remember when he told Moses to take his shoes off because he was standing on holy ground? Some of you need to take your shoes off because you're standing on holy ground. You don't even understand that God has you exactly where he wants you because he's about to send the rain. He just needs you to realize that the rain is coming. Child, your drought is over. Just get into the land. Do what he says. Child. Instead, it said, instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils. And the man became a living person. See, when you get into this land, when you some of you are already there, when you get when you're in the land, this land is going to change you. Your transformation happens when you enter into the land. Some of you are trying to prepare before you get into the land. And God said, no, I'm going to transform you in the land. He said, I'm going to create you into a new being in the land. Child. He said, I'm going to breathe my breath on you in the land. 
He said, you're going to become a living person in this land. Remember when he told Ezekiel, speak to the dry bones and, and everything just started rattling and all that. That is what God is doing in the land. As you step in this land, God is saying he is going to transform you. He just needs you to walk. He needs you to accept the fact that this is your land. What God has given you, that business, that ministry, that marriage, them kids, that's your land. Cultivate that thing. Take care of it. Do what he said. Be consistent in what you are doing. And you're going to see the results. Because God said he said in the rain. He said he said in the rain. And can I, can I also prophesy to the four winds? Can I prophesy to the four winds today in the name of Jesus for you to, to receive a life? Mm. God going to breathe on you, child. I'm speaking to somebody and you're going to receive it. God said he breathing on you. You are going to become a living person. You will live again. That's what God is speaking, child. Yes, your death looked horrible. You had to die a, a terrible death. But God says now it's time to resurrect. Mm. He said, then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east. And there he placed the man he had made. So he done, he done made the man. He done placed them in the place he prepared for him. Like Jesus said, he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when it's ready, I'm going to come and get you. This your time. He coming to get you. And he said, the Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground. Trees that were beautiful, that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden, he placed the tree of life. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I'm going to keep going. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden, and then dividing into four branches. The first branch called Pishon flowed around the entire land of Havilah. Where gold is found, the gold of the land is exceptionally pure. Aramic risen and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch called Gion flowed around the entire land of Cush. The third branch called Tigris flowed east of the land of Asher. The fourth branch is called the Euphrates. The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, you may eat freely. You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat his fruits, you are sure to die. So God has made a covenant with you. You know the difference between good and evil. God is saying when you walk in his ways, when you, when you, when you follow him, he has put the land before you. But what you decide to do in this land is up to you. Will you remain in paradise or will you lose paradise? It's up to you. What are you going to do with this land he has sworn to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? He said he was going to give his descendants the land. What you going to do with this land? This is a covenant. God has made a covenant and he has sealed it with the blood of Jesus. You're going into this land. What are you going to do in the land? Are you going to live in that land by faith? faith like Abraham did or are you going to be evil and give it up are you going to do evil in the land are you going to lose your birthright in the land what are you going to do the choice is yours I pray that you choose to walk in the ways of the Lord and live by faith in the land in the name of Jesus it says then the Lord God said it is not good for men to be alone so some of y'all praying to God like stand my man stand my man 
And listen, let me tell you something. When you get in the land, right, as you get informed, your man, he already there. He just sleeping. He's sleeping because you get informed. But it's all about going into the land to get formed. You got to get into the land. And somebody like, well, what is this land she talking about? It's when you are in the presence of God. Oh, child, let me tell you something. When you are in the presence of God, you are back in Eden. What are you talking about? When, when, when Adam and Eve got kicked out of Eden, they got kicked out of the presence, child. They wasn't with the Lord like how they was with him. But Jesus made it a way for us to have right standing with God. Now we can be in his presence boldly. Child, listen. Getting into his presence, that means worshiping. That means praying. That means fasting. That means getting closer to God and putting to death the sinful things that are lurking within you. That is by living by, walking by faith and not by sight. That's by having a life full of repentance, child. It, it, it's a lifestyle. This ain't no just Sunday morning, let's go to church. And then Monday to Saturday, we living our best life again. No, this is a lifestyle. Day by day, you have to die to yourself. You got to crucify your flesh child you gotta beat this flesh down it can't live so the spirit of god can live through you you gotta live by the fruits of the spirit and not of the flesh because when you live in your flesh you are going to inherit death and decay but when you step into the spirit when you live in the presence of god you will receive a life mm-mm-mm-mm-mm it said i will make a helper who is just right for him so when you in the land the lord will make you just right for the man you praying for but it's about going into the land god wants to, to put you together in the land he wants to add everything on to you in the land <laughs> so the lord god formed from the ground all the wild animals all the birds of the sky he brought them to the man to see what he would call them so listen, this, yeah, man, he over there naming stuff. He over there doing what he came to do, what he was formed to do. That's what he's doing. And now it's your time to be formed while you're in the land. God's forming you. He's showing you who you are. He's letting you learn about this dominion he has given you, the authority. He's showing you how to cultivate what he has given you. So stop worrying about Adam. Adam over there doing what he's supposed to do. You get formed, Okay. He over there giving names to all the livestock. He's doing what he came to do. He listen. Let me tell you something that the Lord he had he had to tell me right because you know when you be like well God like where my man at right or some of y'all might be blessed enough to know who your man is but you like Lord how he gonna know it's me like you like in your roof season like Lord how he gonna know it's me because when you are Proverbs thirty one. And and your your man recognize it. What's what's that? Ephesians five man. I think it's Ephesians five. I think it's an Ephesians five man. When he meet up with that proverb thirty one, he gonna know that there's many virtuous and capable women. But it's gonna be something that illuminates within you that he's gonna see that be like, but she surpasses them all. That's what it's gonna be. So stop worrying about who who he with, who who it who it like in his pictures, who's 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 under his post. What he doing? Is he going out on that? Stop worrying about that because he's going to know that it's very virtuous and capable women. But that light that's within you, how that rib child, his rib, he's going to know it. That rib, he's going to say, you surpass them all. You have a part of you that he recognizes. And it's just an innate knowing because it's his rib. Like, that's it. 
she's there. So it all goes back to this right here. Getting into the land, getting into the presence of God, child. It's time for it. It's time for it. And it says, but still, there was no helper just right for him. That There it go. It don't matter what you, what, what, stop bringing up these false realities in your mind about how you're not going to find your man, how your man not going to want you, how he's not going to do this. No, he knows. He, everything that's coming his way, he knows that ain't it. It's just something about when a rib need a rib. When a rib need a rib, it's just, it's unmatched. Because he's been walking around without his rib. He knows his rib when he sees his rib. And I can prove it to you. Let me show you. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, this one is bone from my bone. How he know that was bone from his bone? Because he identified the fact that that's my rib. I'm preaching today. He was like, that's my rib right there. I know my rib when I see it. So stop, wor stop worrying about your man. He there. He sleep. He going to see you and he going to be like, that's my rib. Okay? I'm here to tell you. And flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. Do you realize that Adam went into a deep sleep and God took out his rib and Adam was able to identify that Eve was bone in his bone, child? Stop worrying about it. It's going to happen. Just get formed. Enjoy this forming, child. Be, be, the pot, be the clay on the potter's wheel getting spun. Enjoy being spent around. Enjoy your preparation season like Esther. Esther was in the kingdom already. She's had to get ready to go see Xerxes. She was there, though. Ruth was ready. Listen, when it was time to go meet Boaz at the threshing floor, she listened to all what her mother-in-law had to say, and she did it. And that is only a representation of how you're spending time with God. He's preparing you for what you're praying for. Stop being like, Lord, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. If the process is how you know who you are. In the process is when you will discover your identity. In the process is when you discover your dominion. In the process is when you discover your authority. Can I tell you something? The Lord, He had to. Uh, I had asked Him one night. I was just like, Lord, you know why? Why is it that you had to put Him to sleep? Why? Why couldn't you just form Him in front of? Like, why couldn't you form Eve in front of Adam? And He, she was, He, she was, He was like that because since she came out of His rib right and the fact that they're bone of bone and flesh of flesh they would have begun to idolize each other because they came from each other but they both came from God so he gave both of them the alone time to understand that he is the Lord right so they both so this is what's going to happen both of you have alone time because he wants you to know he is Lord he doesn't want you to idolize each other but he wants you to always have him in the center so stop despising your single season your single season is how you are learning the Lord <laughs> how you're seeing who he's creating you to be a lot of times right we think because we grew up and we're adults that we're we're done like we're done growing we're done forming we're not we're not babies anymore right 
But that's farthest from the truth. When you be when you get reborn of the spirit, you start from a baby. And then you work your way back up to being an adult again in the spirit. So you have to be taught. You have to grow up in the spirit. You have to learn things over. And there's nothing wrong with that. Enjoy it. Listen, my kids is young. I'm not about to go send them out to get married right now. My my daughter, she little. My son little. Like, no, they have to understand. They have to mature. And they have to go to different levels. And one day they're going to go have a family of their own. But it's important for them to have time with me. Because it's things that I have to teach them, that I have to instill in them. That then they'll be able to have a family of their own. And I don't want them to forget about me. And if think about how that goes back to the Lord. God is raising you. You are his daughter. He is preparing you. And it's going to be that day where he gives you to his son. But enjoy the process now. It's things he wants to teach you. It's things he wants to show you. Trust the process. My child, my dog out there going, going off. So if y'all hear that, my apologies. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and two are united into one. Now, the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. Even that, God wants to remove the shame. Okay? I don't know who just came into my house. But they felt no shame. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) I hear my dog barking, I heard the door close, okay? But, um... They felt no shame. And God is bringing you back to that point in your life where you're going to be able to sit vulnerable. How many of you right now can be vulnerable? Let me tell you how vulnerable the Lord wants you to get. How many of y'all can sit with your man with no makeup on, no lashes on, taking that wig off, and sit in there. That's how naked. That's how comfortable the Lord wants you to get. And not feel no shame. He taking you back to them Queen Latifah straight backs and set it off. Okay? How many of you can be that comfortable? How many of you are able to just be yourself and not put on a whole new di- different personality? Listen. I I was talking to my sister. And um, you know how like females... We like tend to switch up our voice when we on the phone with a man. And you're like, switch up your voice and try to sound cute. But I was just like, you know, I really don't think I could do it because like the way that God has orchestrated my life now, like if he hears my podcast, he gonna know it's my real voice and he gonna think I'm a fraud. So like I don't I don't know like about that, but like God wants you just to be yourself, not to put on, not even to have to put on a fake voice, just being yourself. Can you do it? Right? So I'm 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 really done with this word. I don't really feel led to say anything else. So I'm gonna pray for you. And if the Holy Spirit wants to say anything else, I'm gonna let him say it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm just thanking you for this word that you have brought forth, Lord. I'm thanking you that you are just in the midst of us, Lord. I thank you that you're bringing us back into your presence, Father God. I'm thanking you that we can dwell with you, Lord, in paradise, Father God. 
In the name of Jesus, and Lord, I'm praying for your child receiving this word. Lord, I'm praying that she will begin to just enjoy this season of being formed. Enjoy the season of being in your presence, Lord, that she enjoys the season of her dominion and her authority being exposed to her, Father God. I pray that you begin to reveal the hidden things that is within her, Lord. Cause those hidden things that you have placed in her to begin to shine, Lord. I'm praying that she just dwells with you, Lord, that she falls in love with you, with you, Lord, and let everything else just be added on to her, Father God. That's just a bonus. And Lord, I just want to give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Okay. This is a word. All right. This word blessed me. Okay. It blessed me. And just don't despise your single season. Like, I just really feel like I really have to give that to you. Like, don't despise it. Your man knows that there's many capable and virtuous women. And he knows that you surpassed them all. You are bone of his bone. He ain't checking for nobody else because you know why? He might think, oh, she nice or she she virtuous. She, she a good woman. But that's not my rib. He knows his rib when he sees his rib. <laughs> so be blessed by that. And just dwell with God. I want to be in his presence. I just desire. I pray that you have a desire for God's presence that's so overwhelming that every day you wake up to just seek him. Just because you want to be in his presence. Because that is worth far more than anything else. So I love you guys so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.